cliffcentral.com. It's time for us to check in on Collectomania. Now, Collectomania, as you know, is brought to you by the South African Gold Coin Exchange and the Scoin Shop. And just in case you didn't know, after more than 25 years of the Scoin Shop being in the atrium of Santon City, if you haven't been to Santon City, you wouldn't know where that is, but it's like right in the middle. It's where they, you can look up, look down. It's where they have all their big events, pre-COVID, obviously. And the Scoin Shop was right there in the middle of it. And that was where you would go to, uh, to, to buy these incredible and collectible and investment grade coins from the Scoin Shop. But they're moving. They're relocating their head office to the Mark from the 15th of December. The Mark, very, very cool. Um, it's, it's where Saint is, you know, the restaurant where everybody goes. Very, mm-hmm. very cool. The Mark, you can go there from the 15th of December. They'll be relocating the Scoin Shop to that. Golden Pineapple. You could see the, that very, very sexy building that's in the middle of Santon. And uh, the Santa City Scoin Shop will continue trading as usual. But the um, the South African Gold Coin Exchange and Scoin Shop are relocating to the mark from the 15th. So carry on. Go and check them out there. That'll be very, very cool. And today's guest on Collectomania is a guy called Trevor van der Fen, And he told us this. He said, I collect Hot Wheels. You know those little 1 to 64 scale toy cars? Scarring the shelves became a problem, such a big problem that his wife and kids, 11 and 14, have banned him from visiting toy shops or the toy aisles in local supermarkets. (laughs) He has around 400 cars that are still in their boxes, and they are stored away in a storage facility. He's by no means as prolific a collector as some of the other Hot Wheels collectors. But it's still an exciting hobby because as far as investments go, it has outperformed most traditional stocks. So he joins us this morning. Hey, Trevor, how are you, man? Hey there, Gareth. Hey, team. Yeah, all good. Good to see you, dude. So first of all, yeah, is it true thanks. that your your wife and your kids have banned you from going to toy shops? Yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> which is the weirdest thing because you would think kids, that would be the first, at least when I was a kid, that was the first place I wanted to go when I went to a mall with my parents. But... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not unusual. If we walk into a mall, the kids say to me, sorry, dude, we're not going to Toys R Us today. Or like I walk no. into Pick and Pay and they're like, nah, no, no, let's stay away from that aisle. <laughs> but it's amazing. So so even though you've got 400 of these things, you still find regular ones in the toy shop. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's the weird thing, I suppose. Or... Uh, Hot Wheels, the the makers of Hot Wheels every year release like a series. It's usually about, I guess, three to four hundred different or remakes of of uh, the existing casting. So every year there's potentially a new series. Now we don't get everything oh, okay. that the rest of the world gets, but mm-hmm. um, the real big collectors will make it their mission every year to collect a full set or a full series of of the Hot Wheels. How expensive are these uh, things at this stage? Just the ordinary ones. Yeah, so that's you can walk into any checkers, pick and pay Toys R Us, and you'll pick them up for between probably around forty and fifty bucks. Um, okay. When, yeah, so they're relatively affordable. It's probably been one mm-hmm. of the things that has driven this collecting um, as a as a sort of hobby. I think in the states they've kind of been the one dollar toy for as long as anyone can remember, and 
to my knowledge, even in the States, they are still around one to one, one dollar fifty. In South Africa, mm-hmm. inflation has, has made them a bit more expensive. But when I was looking through, through my stash on the weekend, um, I saw, you know, the, the majority of the ones that I have, I, I bought at around 15 to 20 rand each. So they have pretty much doubled in value. So just tell us, um, first of all, where it all started, because you, you obviously, these things must have appealed to you as a kid, um, or did you develop the interest later on in adulthood? So it's, I suppose it's one of those things as a kid, you know, I was fascinated with cars. Um, I had a number of these, they were relatively inexpensive toys. And I think any kid out there these days at least has a handful of them. Um, and I had I, I can't remember. I probably had a few as a kid, but um, they all got kind of given away during high school time, you know, when it's not cool to have them anymore. And then probably around 10, 10 to 15 years ago, I walked into walked into a store and there was one that actually looked quite cool. It's, I've got, got that little one over here. Yeah, um, that again. So it's oh, a, a little, little du- yeah, a little Ducati motorbike, which was what caught my eye. Mm. So I thought, oh, okay, well, that's, that's pretty cool. And it was 15 Rand. And I thought, well, cool. I'll buy it and put it on my desk or something. But as I took it out the box, it's got a bit of a wobbly wheel at the back. And I thought, no, that's, oh. there's something, something up with that. There must, perhaps it's a manufacturing defect. And that's where it all started, really. Um, oh, wow. I went down, <laughs> I went down the Hot Wheels rabbit hole. Um, realized that there's this huge collector, uh, collector scene around them and that, you know, Hot Wheels had this series and they released all sorts of different things. And so that's where it all started. Um, and I probably had about five or six years where I was fanatical about it. Um, the last two or three, I haven't really now I just buy ones that I enjoy things that I find interesting. Well, there are lots of questions here that are coming in from people who are, who are listening to us right now. So someone wants to know here, hasn't the quality become rubbish, uh, Ruth? Because, uh, you know, a lot of this stuff is mass manufactured in China and maybe they used to use better materials earlier on, uh, metals and so on instead of plastics. Ha- have you seen a deterioration in the quality over the years? Um, I would say lately they've actually become a lot better. Um, they've become mm. a lot more detailed and I guess the engineering over time have, have, has also improved various things about them. So, um, I speak specifically here about Hot Wheels and Matchbox, which are the two big brands. They're both mm. owned by Mattel. Um, and their quality, I think they have quite sort of superior quality standards. So they've, um, they have gotten better with, but with that being said, you know, you get five packs and 10 packs and all sorts of different things. Um, and some of those are a bit shoddy. Um, uh, those are ones I've given away long since given away and I keep the ones that are, that are pretty cool. Okay. So, uh, first of all, Christmas is coming up. When you're a collector, people think they can just buy you anything that fits into that category, but you probably have all the ones that they're going to find in the shops anyway. So it's a waste of time for them to buy you these. You don't want people to give you hot wheels because you know better than them, which ones you're looking for, right? You're just going to give those away. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it sounds obvious. Like people always go, Oh, what do we get you for Christmas? And you know, it's mostly family. You ask me that question. I go, I don't know. Buy me something cool. Yeah. And I think they can add to a collection of mine. It's a bad idea. 
I've I've had that happen on more than more than a handful of occasions where people, you know, yeah. through the goodness of their own heart, they buy you something. But I've sure. probably it's either something I don't like or it's uh, one that I've already got. So you know, I suppose it just gets added to the box. Um, I must say, in in all the years, I've probably only ever given away or sold maybe ten or eleven. The rest I kind of keep. I just sell are, multiples uh, and duplicates. But the multiples and duplicates, you've got two kids. Do you let them play with those? No. <laughs> Not even. So, God, what a – that is unbelievable. No, so there, there are a couple, um, which I have – I sort of had a set, and I would put them aside, and I allowed, I allowed the kids to kind of choose – you know, ones out of that that they would that they would want to play with. But interestingly enough, neither of my kids have any interest in in them. So <laughs> I, th- I think there's yeah. <laughs> so there's there's one one Minecraft car. I think mm. they took, and the rest, yeah, it's they. Become, right, let's take so, let's take a look at this collection. Sorry, Leanne, go ahead. It's so interesting how, um, I mean, we had someone recently who has a collection of My Little Ponies and that I identify with because I had them and <laughs> I think of Barbie dolls and things like that. But it, I, yeah. I had a, a guy friend growing up and I used to love going to his house because we'd play with Hot Wheels and, you know, garages and parking situations and racing and playing with trains on tracks and cowboys and Indians, which um, is no longer PC. But um, we, you know, I, I never actually thought to myself, maybe I sh- should ask for some of my own cars. You know, you just don't. You yeah. carry on getting the My Little Ponies and the dolls, and that's what happened in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. But you did make up for it, Leanne. You made up for it when, because you grew up in the South, when you got your own car and you put spoilers and things on it. So. <laughs> drop it. You got to drop it. The suspension. You got to drop it. Yeah. Nice exhaust pipe. You definitely yeah. sort that out. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a good question though, because, you know, we talk about how guys prefer cars and girls prefer dolls and ponies. But the fact is, there are lots of girls who also collect Hot Wheels. Yeah. Um, look, the the collector community is still predominantly male, but um, but definitely there's there's loads of loads of ladies who buy the cars, enjoy them. I mean, at the end of the mm-hmm. day, everyone kind of has to drive a car, and some you know it's people who enjoy cars are the ones who who sort of scour the shelves. Um, so to that end, actually, it's been an interesting one because right from the start, uh, there've been a couple of race car drivers and Hot Wheels, I guess, being part of the Mattel group, apart from the obvious Barbie ones and stuff that have come along the way. Um, they've always released uh, sort of race cars, typically NASCAR race cars, but with female uh, mm-hmm. sort of tributes to the female drivers. And so I've got a few of those. I don't know, they're in, in a box somewhere. Um, and then recently there was also a great series which came out from Matchbox, which was a tribute to the great female racing drivers. And, uh, and there was one that I found there. It's a old gray Mercedes Benz, um, which I've kept. So, you know, those, mm. I guess those appeal more to collectors, but at the end of the day, um, yeah, if you're a girl and you enjoy cars, no easier way to, to sort of, you know, start your collection. So- Here's a comment. Uh, once you open the box, the value's gone, right? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So, look, 
there, there are guys out there who do take them out of the box and put them on display. Um, and that's fine. I suppose at the end of the day, if they do decide to get rid of them at some point in the future and they're still in mint condition, then, um, then they'll retain much of their value. But I think a lot of the value is held in the fact that, um, that they are still in their boxes and considered mint to, to a degree. Right. Um, so. Let's just look at some of these because you've got some. Oh, I don't want us to uh, waste time. We yeah. could be looking at your amazing collection. So that's the first. That's the little white Ducati you showed us just now. That's what started yeah. you off, right? Okay. That's so what is this collection? There's a there's a whole box of like different shit here. What is this? Yeah. <laughs> so so th- that's I suppose the you know you you can start anywhere and um and so apart from the obvious ones, I sort of got into collecting TV cars. Um, so things from, things from TV and what mm-hmm. you'll have there is Homer's, you know, Homer's car. There's the Turtles van and Milano from Guardians of the Galaxy. They also have uh, Star Wars space, Starship Enterprises. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. now those are obviously not cars and they're not something you're going to run around the garden pretending to play. So I can only imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, that those were released for no other reason than to sit on someone's desk as a display piece or so. And then, yeah, and then I've got a range of other ones. So Batmobiles, there's the Jurassic Park Jeep, and then I've also got uh, mm. the A-Team van and Knight Rider. So those awesome. were it's w- one of the lines that, that I tend to collect purely because I guess it reminds me of my youth. Mm. It's fantastic. All right, so here here's a big picture of half of your collection, and there's one <laughs> yeah. of your kids in the background there. But this yeah. this is only half of your collection because you said most of the rest of it is in storage, right? Yeah, that's right. So um, I'm not allowed to put them out in the house. Um, they they're considered <laughs> unsightly. So um, <laughs> every now and then, this was about two or so years ago. I took them out of storage and started sure. to try and sort them into something. And you could see my son in the background there, looking completely disinterested in the fact that I've taken up off the <laughs> lounge floor. Um, yeah. But but yeah, that's uh, that's about half, and they sort of sorted there into Ferraris, Lamborghinis, TV cars, and whatever else. So you can't put them anywhere in the house. You can't do a display anywhere. No. No, no. Um, they the 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 best I got was this picture over here. You'll see it behind me. Yeah. Um, that's actually a photograph um, that I had had done by an editorial photographer that I know Warren. Hmm. Um, and that was about the closest I got to putting putting Hot Wheels in the house yeah. because um, you know at, at first it doesn't. It looks like a cool picture it doesn't really look so, like so do so. do a lot of your do a lot of your friends and family not even necessarily know that you do collect these things because you can't display them or does it come up in conversation mm. and they do know like how does it work i think um yeah most the, a lot of people know i collect hot wheels i don't think they know to the extent and i mean i think you really only appreciate the volume of how many one has when you unpack them out of a box but for the most part yeah. they they're sort of two black two black storage containers um, <laughs> that are that are kept out of sight. So, look, there's there's always a, a few little ones that I've managed to keep around the house. Um, the one is one of the remaining ones from the from my youth that is always oh, wow. around somewhere. Um, and, yeah, it sort of moves around depending on where someone decides to move it. But um, <laughs> apart from that, you wouldn't really you wouldn't really notice that there's uh, that I have you know. 400 odd of these things in boxes all right what's what's this here let's take a look at this picture 
So, yeah, that's an interesting one because that relates very much to um, taking taking products out of the boxes. Just hold on. There we go. Okay. Yeah, so that's black Porsche, and you can see it's got mismatched wheels. So the one's gold and the other one's black. Oh, wow. Now, uh, Mattel are regarded to, you know, widely regarded to have such a high quality control process that um, something like a mismatched wheel set or, you know, dodgy paint job Mm -hmm. or or something like that um, can be regarded quite a rare thing to collect. So but now what's on the other one, side of this this car? And you, you obviously can't no, see. No it's in a, yeah. Oh, that's so frustrating. <laughs> it could it could have another black wheel. It could have a gold wheel. I'm not sure. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so there's wow. there's a range of uh, – or there's some people who collect these types of cars, that being one of them. I've got another one here, which is an interesting one. It's, uh, it was basically put together. It doesn't have, I think there is a photograph of it, but it doesn't have any wheels at all. Oh. Um, now that would typically, someone would never buy that in a shop. Um, and they would probably end up throwing it out, but there are people who regard those as being some of the most collectible cars on sale because hmm. outside of the box, they could just be some piece of junk. Yeah. So it's like a, um, like a defect thing and, and the yeah. defects actually end up being more valuable than the, than the, the, the normal ones. hundred percent because they, they truly are probably one in a million. Um, whereas, whereas something like this is what they call a treasure hunt. You'll see it's got shiny wheels. It's got uh, rubber tires on it. Um, so what's, those what's ones, this one here? This is, this is phenomenal. I mean, this is a really cool car. Yeah. What so I, uh, it's a Pontiac GTO, I think. Um, the So the point with this is in the late 90s, uh, Hot Wheels sort of identified that there was this collector community out there. And what they started to do was create uh, these little one-offs. So it comes with better paint job. It's got rubber wheels. It's got proper little, you'll see them, shiny mags there. And they drop one of these in every, I think it's 7,000 or 70,000 cars. They drop one of these in a box. Um, oh, wow. and so they become highly collectible if you, and they, and so by virtue of the fact that they're delivered with the normal stock, they're often unpacked on shelves. Now, if a kid hmm. were to pick it up and buy it and take it home, great, they'll have a good time playing with it. But for the collector, these are the, the sort of ultimate, uh, ultimate Hot Wheels that hang out on, on pegs. Because if you manage to find one, um, it's probably worth a multiple of 10 times what you paid for it. Yeah, because when I introduced you just now, I said that you've been collecting these for a while and they've actually given you a better return than some stocks do. I mean, like what kind of value are we talking about for this one that we've got on the screen now? So the treasure hunts, I have probably about, I've found about 10 or 12 of these myself on the pegs. They've, and I've paid the normal price, whatever the normal price was. Let's say average it out between 20 and 40 rand. Um, and so I've paid normal price for them. They sell typically upwards of 250 to 500 rand each. Wow. So. If if I were to look at my collection, so it's scary when you do the math because, you know, it's far easier to spend 20 or 30 rand when you go do your shopping than if you had to work out what collectively you've spent over the years. Mm. But I've probably spent about just just on around 9,000 rand uh, on these little, mm. little cars. But even if I were to exclude all the specials, 
um, all the, all the unique ones that I have and sell them at today's market rate. So as I said, I bought most of them at around between 20 and 30 rand. Um, and if I sold them all at today's market rates, they'd be worth just close on 20,000 rand already. So well yeah, done. better, better return than if I'd dropped 10 grand into, I don't That's know. Impressive. Yeah. So, so what about this, what is this here? That one is just a, an example. The one on the top is a super treasure hunt. So that's the one with the rubber wheels and the mags oh, a bit wow. harder to see. The one underneath the standard. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so it's one of those ones where you really, and that's why I suppose I ended up spending so much time in, in the toy aisles and toy stores because I'd see, be picking up every box, looking at the wheels and stuff. I wouldn't know. Yeah. I wouldn't know the difference. <laughs> I'd, I'd basically pick that up and then I'd, I'd say to, you know, I'd say to one of my nephews here, I brought you a little toy car and I wouldn't know that I was holding on to something that was five times the value or 25 times the value of, of a normal one. I wouldn't know. It the doesn't say, it, it doesn't say anything on the packaging, oh. right? No, no, nothing. So there's there's no identifier now. In the past, they used to have a bit of an identifier on the package, which made it a bit easier. Nowadays, dude, this is so cool! What an awesome thing to collect. I just wish that you uh, had some place to display them. You're gonna have to buy a secret house and have a secret family where you can display your stuff. (laughs) Well, yeah, you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe my time will come. There was uh, someone told. Told me about a guy who I actually went to go see just a few weeks ago. They said, "Oh, you must go see Dave. He's got this amazing collection." So I mm-hmm. thought, "Okay, cool. I'll I'll pop out and go and go and have a visit." He's down there in the south, and so I drove through, and he's an empty nest, and now all the kids have left the house, and he's literally turned the three bedrooms. So he was, I think, he had three kids, four ah. bedrooms. So he's turned the three bedrooms and his garage into a display unit. Um, he's probably oh, got, man. I imagine, three, four thousand cars. Easy, and they are literally everywhere. So, (laughs) so who knows? Perhaps one day. Yeah, and why the hell not? I mean, you know, what else are you going to do with uh, with your time and your money? You've got to have a hobby. Some people don't have any hobbies. They're usually boring people. Probably end up alcoholics. Of course, I'm generalizing. (laughs) But you've got to have something that you're passionate about. I just love this, Trevor. It's really nice to meet you this morning, and thanks for sharing your collection with us, dude. Yeah, 100%. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me and for everyone's very, very questions on the side, Jay. Yeah. No, cool. sure. There's so many, yeah, so many other questions we just didn't have a uh, chance to get to, but I appreciate your time. Thanks, man. Have a great day. Okay, you too. Cheers, dudes. Awesome. There's Trevor van der Fen, who is our collector for this morning. He collects Hot Wheels. How awesome van, is that? Van der Fen yeah. should have been. <laughs> Cliffcentral.com.